Welcome to the Within Us Podcast. This is Ozzy and I am your host and I'm so glad that you are here. I know that there are so many things that you could be doing right now, but you're here with me and I really appreciate it. I am here for you. I actually snuck down into my office this morning at 7.30 on Friday morning and everyone in my family is sleeping. It is my daughter's 16th birthday and I just cannot believe where the years have gone. I'm sure that you can relate with me. There are these moments that come up in our lives where we just marvel at the way that time flies. And I'm having one of those right now. It's pretty nostalgic. So, a lot's happening. I want to catch up with you all. And I also want to let you know that our guest today is so inspirational. She's so wonderful. And She's someone who I've admired over the years, and she's even become a coach of mine and a good friend of mine, and I'm really excited for you to meet her. So I think what we're going to do here is that I'm going to tell you a little story. It is actually the opening story of my book, Beyond All Things. Perhaps you've read it. I'm going to give you the short version in today's episode because our guest is featured in the story. And then we're going to talk about her process, what she's gone through over the last several months to get from point A to point B, and what she's up to, because her evolution has really been incredible, and she's someone who realized that by investing in herself and by realizing her talents and her gifts and her skills she could up-level in the way that she's serving the world. And she's always been serving the world. I mean, it's just it's just something else. So let's go ahead and dive into the story. We will then meet Devorah Benarosh, our guest. We'll meet her. We'll hear from her. You're going to hear about how she moved across the world because she was inspired spiritually and where that led her. And... You're going to also hear about the program that she did because she was a part of my program and it was awesome having her. She's actually decided to stay on for the year with her group, which makes me so happy because these groups become my friends and the 12 weeks end and I don't want to say goodbye and fortunately I don't have to. (laughs) So it's just such a joy to have her with me. And then I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the program after you hear from Devorah at the end of the show, I'm going to talk about it. So if you're a purpose-driven female entrepreneur, stick around for the end and you're going to hear all about what is opening up in just one short week and a half. All right. And here's the story from chapter one, connecting with radiance, Jerusalem, 2003. The crisp, chilly early morning winds whipped through white stone corridors and alleyways as I walked with determination toward an old building, home to a collection of spiritual books. I was 23 years old, newly married. My husband and I had ventured across the globe to delve into the world of ancient spirituality and seek out truth. My quest for answer, answers had so far only yielded more questions, and I continued to search. Arriving in Jerusalem, I knew that the answers were not far off, Yet it felt as though they were hiding in the crevices between the ancient stones, and that in order to access them, I'd need to do some strategic digging. During the first weeks, while visiting learning institutions where I had the opportunity to ask questions, I was left feeling fractured by the details of 
how to practice what and which way and according to whom. Where is my place in the world, I asked, as I knew deep within that spirituality could help me connect more deeply to all of life. If only I could figure out a way to practice it in sincerity. On this particular morning, my journey led me into a Jerusalem Institute of Spiritual Learning and its library of ancient books. Perusing a collection stretched floor to ceiling, I brushed up against a shelf, and one book broke loose and cascaded down onto my head. With light blue skies and wispy clouds, the cover drew me in. Within moments, a young woman rushed through the door. I was reading. And yet I noticed she came in, her hair blown by the wind. She looked as if she had just run a marathon. There's an older woman who needs assistance, she announced. She just had surgery and she's alone in her home until her children arrive from the States. Within many institutes of learning in Jerusalem, you'll find a three-pronged approach for spiritual growth, learning, prayer, and acts of service. When a neighbor is in need, students mobilize to volunteer. I'll go, I answered, and I gently closed the book. What's her name? Where does she live? Her name is Rahama Shane, and she lives two streets south. As Devorah answered, I glanced down at the book in my hands and realized that the author of my book was the very same woman in need of help. I rushed out the door. This moment was a unique collision of time and space. The moments that are beyond explanation and yet give us a glimpse of the synchronicity and the purpose that is apparent always. That moment also led me to of several incredible teachers. The first one was Rahama Shane, who I was so fortunate to spend time with. She was one of the greatest teachers in the Torah world. She was so kind and so relatable, and she exuded so much love and respect for, for me, and she didn't know me from anyone. I mean, she was just such a, a, a gem, and I will always remember what she taught me. I wrote more about that in the book. But in any case, she taught me about the value of noticing the miracle that we're living in, that every single thing is a miracle. That moment was a miracle, but our mere existence is a miracle. When you really think about the odds of your being alive, they are so slim to none. It's, it's something else. The other teacher that that moment led me to really was Devorah. And what I learned from Devorah is to run to help. Devorah runs to help. That's what she does. She does it all the time. She lives here in Israel. She moved to here from New York after September 11th. You're going to hear the story of what inspired her to come. And if you follow Devorah on social media, she's literally always promoting some really incredible, important cause. She's always on board to volunteer, to support, to help. She's been my number one support in so many ways over the years of everything I've been through, starting businesses and writing my book and creating new initiatives, she is like the optimal early adopter. So I'm excited for you to meet our guest today, Devorah Benaroche, and connect with her, follow her. 
watch what she's doing. She'll literally lead you to the most incredible initiatives. And if you need help and you need support, she is your gal. That is what she does. And she's just developed more strategic ways of supporting people over the years and and working smarter, not harder. And I'm so inspired by her and I'm super excited to introduce you. So with nothing further, here's our guest for the day, Devorah Benarosh. Welcome to the show, Devorah. Hi, Azriella. I'd love to be here. I'm so psyched. I'm so happy to have you here. So why don't we go ahead and start off by talking about you, what you do, as well as your journey to to this point and this place and, and, and how you got here. Tell us everything. Okay. So I, I basically have to say that I really think the work that I do in the world is, is miraculous. I love supporting people. I love supporting entrepreneurs and especially women entrepreneurs. That is like my favorite thing to be doing. So I've been on a journey doing that for like the last 10 years. But before that, to give you a little background information, I... Went to school at FIT in Manhattan. And that's fashion. Fashion Institute of Technology. That's the famous school of fashion, right? Exactly, in Manhattan. And I stayed on in Manhattan to work in the industry for about 10 years in sales and marketing. And it was lots of fun. I had definitely those New York days. And uh, and then the internet was booming. I got myself a computer. I learned how to use it. I forlaid, got myself a job through networking with friends to work for um, in the digital industry and working with fashion and beauty companies. And um, So we're talking early 90s right now. Yeah, exactly. I had a lot of fun. And then a friend of mine went to open his own business. He brought me with him and my friend Ross and he had this business global fashion village and we rocked the world and we opened some amazing accounts and we did some great work and then I watched 9-11 fall happen and like right in front of my eyes as I was living in the West Village I really mamash watched the whole thing so that just struck a chord with me and then that led to the next episode in my life which was um, taking like a mini world tour of traveling and then ultimately make moving to Israel and making some spiritual changes in my life. And so since I've landed here in Israel, I first I actually worked for the first seven years for Project Inspire, um, doing Jewish outreach work. And then I started my own boutique agency called My Internet Buzz, which I've been doing now for the last 10 years. And um, working with businesses and organizations and doing wearing a million different hats, but mostly supporting digital marketing initiatives, sales initiatives, and then in the last two years, really getting into business mentoring and coaching. Because I find that most of my clients have these incredible ideas or working and doing, running incredible businesses, but there's always blocks. There's always somewhere where they're, they're not achieving the specific goals that they want to be doing. So they bring me into their team, into their uh, inner chamber of consultants, and I help them get crystal clarity and focus on whatever that dream is that they're trying to forge ahead, build in the world. And I become like their cheerleader and making sure that they can have a reflection of themselves to see who they are, where they're going, what it is that they need to get done to activate this this business initiative that they're working on or it's a financial goal through fundraising so it's it's it kind of varies from person to person so essentially you're stepping in as this support person for the founder for the organization for the business and really cheering them forward and also helping them execute the plan 
in order to get to the, exactly, the end goal. Exactly. We outline crystal clear, get that outline very clear of what it is that they need to do. Then we figure out who can do all those pieces. Cause I can't do all those pieces, but there are people that I know who can. So whether they're, you know, the web developers, whether they're top of the line, uh, social marketing experts, whether they're content writers, whether they're public speaking gurus, a to Z different tools for different people based upon what it is their initiative and what they need to accomplish. So many moving parts. So coming back to the challenges, what would you say when these heads of organizations and entrepreneurs are coming to you, what are some of the typical issues that let's just start with a, an entrepreneur, a business owner, what's like a typical challenge somebody would come to you with? Like I have an entrepreneur who's shifting into her own business. She was working for somebody else. Now she's working independently on her own and she's, going after the people you know the marketplace where she's helping people and now there's a team of people that we're working with and so it's like getting the pipeline she's got the pipeline filled with potential clients and now it's hammering out how do we be able to offer the products and services that we can to those to those people to be able to you know put them into turn them into clients paying clients yeah paying clients what's the workflow how can you you have all these perspectives and and then where do you go from there with this surge of interest in the company, where do you go from there in terms of making sure they get everything that they need? So essentially you're dividing that up and you're helping her figure out who she needs, how she needs them, and you're executing it. Right. To me, it sounds like you're a member of the team. Right. I'm like business development, basically. People bring me in as their business development so we can get clarity on like, okay, we've got all these initiatives going on, but where's the money stream? Where's the money? How can we capture the financial revenue stream and, and plug it into this, you know, the system of whatever it is that we're doing? Mm-hmm. A lot of people come with ideas, I would imagine. Right. Or hobbies. But mm-hmm. it's one thing to have an idea or, ho- or a hobby. It's another thing to be providing people with services that they will Right. Pay for. Exactly. Right. 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 <laughs> paying clients at the end is the only thing that will build a business. And a paying client is a happy client. Right. Can and you speak to is, that a little bit? A paying client is a happy client, 100 million percent. Because when you give things away free in this world, you don't. Ex- people don't show up for themselves. That's really what happens is they just, they say yes to, they say yes because it's free. And, but then they don't have the time. They don't structure it into their life. They don't make it a priority. So, but when you pay for it, oh boy, everybody clears their schedule, makes time, makes sure it happens. They put all their ducks in a row and they participate. I think it's so interesting to think about that now in the, in this Zoom era that we're in, this inner online era that how many free webinars have I signed up for in the last month that I thought were going to be amazing, but because they were free, something came up, you I skipped it, up. I yeah. watched a replay, you know, but when we sign up, when we pay, we are investing ourselves into whatever it is that we're doing. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, and also I try and look at it as like money is a liquid energy source and it's divinely orchestrated. So I think that we need to stay positive about the money that we acquire, that we touch, that we share, that we put back. Like I always picture myself with an open hand, like in Asia's Kyle, you know, we have an open hand and we want to be givers. I want to be a giver. I want I don't want to have to be a taker from anybody. I want to be the one handing out and helping others and be um, shoulders to stand on for other people. So the more that I can, the more money that I can make in my business, the more I can give back into the stream and support other businesses and entrepreneurs. So it's a positive cycle of 
you know, currency that, that we're putting back into the world. So there's nothing wrong with making money um, as long as you're doing the right things with it. Right. It's interesting. I was going to, I was going to ask you a little bit about the spiritual influences in terms of what you're doing, because I know you've been on the spiritual journey around the world. You wound up in Israel. Now you're married, you have a family all of these years later, flash forward, and there's a real spiritual component to what you're doing. What are the, the thought processes that are helping you infuse spirituality into what you're doing. I know you spoke to that a little bit with this idea about Uh the divinely orchestrated energy and money. I'm curious if there's anything else that comes up for you. It's a really good question. I feel when you're working in the world, there's a lot of what's called the word is goshmius, like the physicality in the world that takes us away from the spirituality. But if we try, one tries, which I definitely try, is to infuse my spirituality into my physicality. So that means you know, making blessings when you're eating food, you say a blessing out loud over the food that you're eating. And even it could, to me, it's a thought consciousness. Like when I have, when I get a work opportunity, I like thank God that I'm getting to work with this person and I'm getting to help them and getting to support them. I'm getting to, you know, get to know them and have a soul connection. And I'm so blessed for all the kind of clients that I work with. I work with amazing rock star people like yourself <laughs> I'm a giant fan of yours Ozzy I love the work you do so and so being grateful to me gratitude is my number one spiritual component I try and put into all the relationships that I have and the business work opportunities that I get you really I'm just do super it. super grateful you are such a magnet for goodness it's incredible to know you and I'm curious to hear from you a little bit about your experience over the last few months because I we just came out of this incredible three month program mastermind class and I was so blessed that yeah you know you've been helping me and supporting me and some of my business ventures and for years now and then you signed up for the program and I was so excited that you were in the group and I was excited to watch you grow so I'm curious if you want to share a little bit with our listeners about your growth process and also what it was that 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 supported that for you okay so I, when I saw that you were doing a business mastermind, I'm like, I am for sure in that group because A, you know, I love you and B, I know how, how hard you work at doing things well. You know, you really do your homework, you do your due diligence, you have extreme background knowledge and information on the educational side of research, you know, and putting all things together to be able to have the right formula for success. Thank you. So I think you infused all of that into the 12 week mastermind course that we business mastermind group that we had. We had incredible entrepreneurs joining us. And I think that you gave us a lot of tools and a lot of journaling and a lot of time for us to focus on what our goals were. So mine was I wanted to be in the last 10 years of having my own agency in the last two years, I, I moved to Ramap HMish. And I, so my goal was to kind of go back into more of my consulting and have a more than one just one client and have a group of different kinds of clients that I'm, I'm helping so that was my goal for the 12 weeks is to go back to be able to have you know different clients so essentially you were trying to free up your ability to work with some of these entrepreneurs and, and founders and organizations that you feel passionate about also exactly exactly okay. it's heart-centered work that I love to do and again it's um, helping entrepreneurs live their dreams and so tell us the good word. So yeah, so I'm doing it. So <laughs> Rosh Hashem, I've achieved my goal. 
you know, I have a lineup right now of people that I'm working with that are incredible, incredible entrepreneurs that are really pulling off some amazing things in the world. Okay. So I'm curious if you can tell us, and I know some of it hasn't been announced yet, but maybe if you can just share with us like a general idea of some of the new initiatives you're, you're moving and pushing out in the world. Okay. Like uh, these are some of the projects I'm doing. One of my friend is a realtor. Her name's Kim Bash and she works for the Olean community and she's teamed up with these other people, Olean advisors, and they do amazing handhold they help find people, their community, the right community in Israel for people to grow their family, to buy a home, and then to have all the resources um, taken care of that they need to, to be able to get their insurance, get their their kids into schools, get to all move like across the, red, the world, move which across is the world and have deal. all the red tape taken care of for them in the wow, Hebrew. Incredible. So it's a total, very customer oriented transition here into kind the kind of like a, it sounds like a concierge experience of moving yes. across the world. It's a concierge boutique incredible real estate agency incredible it's i love how you refer to everyone you work with as your friends because that's what happens you meet devora and you become friends everyone becomes everyone is devora's friend yeah i can't really go into business without being friends um with the people that i'm working with because i respect them on a big level and i think having respect for the people that you work with is what cuts through the business Mm-hmm. I mean, it, business is business, yes. But when there's when we're soul connected and we have a friendship and a bond, that comes before everything else. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like that's a big part of the programs that we're creating right now is this relationship component that so much can happen in the context of a trust and relationship. So I'm curious if there's anything that you learned over the past 12 weeks from the program, from the people in the program, like what was it that pushed you? What was it that propelled you forward? Well, first of all, I saw these other entrepreneurs doing it themselves. So when you see, you know, your peers stepping up into the limelight and pushing themselves forward, you're like, I got to do it too. Like I, you know, and so everybody had different levels of what they were working on and what they were doing. But, you know, like to see Rena and her memory class, you know, she, she reached her goal. She made it happen. She stuck herself out there. She reached a goal and then she did it again. And then she did it again, you know, and to see Hannah Mason also, she went out and she reached her goal. She wanted to get X amount of people participating in class. Her and her husband were mentoring and leading and from their book and, and they did it, you they know, are doing and amazing things. also the music that, um, Annie, Annie spotlight, on, spotlight women on women, she had this gorgeous old city thing in honor of her mother. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody is just, and Liba Lori and and she's helping parents with her psychology this psychology parenting incredible. is incredible this Wednesday class it's gorgeous it looks gorgeous so everybody was you know just trying to maximize and Beryl has these incredible groups all of the team that we've had were just yeah. these superstar women you know not really nobody knew exactly how to do everything they just stepped up to the plate and they just started to swing the bat and they started doing it I love that and were you over the course of the program were you collaborating with some of these women was that part of the behind the scenes I definitely took a lot of phone calls with a lot of people and asked questions we have a great team of people that we can say hey how do I do this who do I use for that what do you suggest for this it's just a great resource of genes of brain brain information to help us with our business skills it's like a power tribe you know yeah dividing these dividing up and 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 capitalizing that you know really was my vision for all of this knowing that like we are constantly surrounded by people who can help us right who we can help who know things we don't we can exchange knowledge skills network resources inspiration yeah we held each other hand and we pushed each other forward and that's what you need to be able to succeed in the world of business you need a team an executive you know group of people who can support you 
And that's what I got from your mastermind, business mastermind. Incredible. So what kind of advice do you have for our listeners before... A, Before we wrap up sign here. up for Ozzy's <laughs> next business mastermind group. You cannot lose. Okay. It's a win-win. Okay, so so I'm 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 there. And what's incredible about our last 12-week group is that it's turning into a year program, and I could not be more thrilled about it. Me too. And so because of that, we're also making space for new programs to open. Applications are opening soon. Maybe by the time this is published, I will share that they're open. What if someone isn't ready to take that? leap they're not really ready to make the commitment is there anything they can do anything you kind of got from the mastermind that they could just replicate on their own listen the truth of the matter is a lot of people came in there saying i don't know what it even is that i want i have an idea about what i want to do in the world but i don't even really even know yet but you know this seems really smart and these women are really a great savvy group of ladies i'm just going to tag along and that's what people did in the group, but they pushed themselves because they quickly got clarity on what it is they wanted to build. We were able to help them with the resources and the, you know, and the information to, you know, just, just try and create something and, and they push themselves. So it's like, let's say you want to run a race, right? And you hire a running coach and you're like, you know, I don't want to really run the race, but I just want to run better. And then you end up winning, you can end up winning the race just because you're inspired, you're around an inspiring group of people who are going to push you and, and who are putting themselves on the map and we want to take you with us. So I don't know, you can't yeah. lose even if you don't have your, you know, your business crystal clear. Right. I really hear that. I heard David Meltzer say, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. How beautiful. And I love that because I feel like when we put ourselves around people who are, who know things we don't in a certain area, we also have to acknowledge that we have knowledge, skills, abilities, talents that they might not have in a different area. Right. There's always something. We are always, we can always fit together pieces of a puzzle. Right. I believe. So for anyone listening, yes, definitely check out my program. I would love to welcome you. And at the same time, surround yourself with people who you admire and ask them questions. Ask, ask for advice keep asking. We can learn how to do anything when we put in, you put one, one foot in front of the other. I agree. Amazing. Devorah. So let's talk about you. Where can our audience connect with you? Find you. Find me on Facebook is a great place on okay. my internet buzz or Devorah Benaroche. You can find me there. Perfect. Yeah. All of those are going to be linked in the show notes. And it's just been a joy, yeah. total pleasure having you. And keep I want to have you back again. Uh, amazing. Thanks, you too. Thanks Devorah. Amazing. Amazing. I appreciate her so much. And be sure to check out the show notes so you can connect with Devorah on social media. Highly recommend it. She just finished putting on a concert, a benefit concert. I mean, the list goes on and on. And they're all for like such deserving, important causes. Okay, as promised, I told you I would share a bit about the program that I'm starting. And it begins on September 14th. I have such a phenomenal group of purpose-driven women that are already signed up. And I've decided that since I've done this program now three times, and for a while it was only happening in Israel, on Israel time, but it's at the point now where I really feel like it's ready to roll out and I am ready to bring in as many women as possible. And I feel so great saying that because I've seen the results. I've seen what happens and I want to share a little bit with you about what goes on in the program. All right. So we start off by re-envisioning the year ahead 
and I teach you some meditation and visualization techniques to help you tap in to your inner stillness, which clears out a lot of the baggage or distractions that can get in the way of us seeing what's actually available, what's actually possible for us. I am doing this actually in a seminar um, Sunday night. This Sunday night, so if you're listening to the replay, unfortunately the seminar is not going to be available for you, but I do this a couple times a year and you can always connect with me, reach out to me and ask me when the next one is. So I'll be teaching the meditation techniques then and I do it throughout the 12-week course, all types of different tools that you can use to tap into your inner stillness, your vision, your clarity, creativity, your higher levels of consciousness so that you can see what kinds of opportunities are available to you all the time and start really seizing those. So that's number one. And it's something you can do on your own. You know, you can really connect with stillness. I highly recommend breathing, breath work, meditation as tools for everyone. And we create that vision and I encourage you to keep that vision somewhere really, really clear, you know. This is episode 50, and 50 episodes ago, I made a commitment that I would make 50 episodes, and here I am on the other side. I can hardly believe it. It's been almost a year, and I I did it because I spoke it into the world, because I made a commitment, because I made a goal. I wrote it down. I had it in my mind this whole time, and I had no idea how incredible it would be, who would lead me to, all of you, and the opportunities, and the learning, and the growth, and the joy. So that's what we do in the beginning. We really figure out what is that thing for you? What do you want to do? Where do you want to be putting your energy and your skills? And where can you show up and serve in places where you're really needed the most? So that's a process and we figure it out together and we pencil it in and we create a penciled in 12 week goal and there's some room to, to change and to grow. And sometimes you end up achieving a very similar goal, but in a different space It's pretty wild the opportunities that open up to my students once we start doing this work. So every single person who's done the program and finished the program has said that they've achieved their goal or exceeded their goal. I've even seen people achieve their goal times two. Um, In all honesty, I've had I've had I had one person didn't who didn't complete the program. And I'll tell you all why. She told me she was too introverted. This is a very social program. So we do the inner work, but we also make friends and we develop relationships. So if you don't want to get to know new people, this isn't the program for you. It feels really weird for me to say that, but I'm just being real. That's that's the real deal that there is an accountability partner that you're going to be matched with and you will be asked to speak in front of the group, even if it's just for a minute here or there. You will be interacting in small groups and you may be stepping out of your comfort zone, but I'm telling you, that's where the magic happens. So that's a little bit about how it starts. You'll have an accountability partner throughout the duration of the group where you do a check-in every week or you text each other every week or you send messages to each other every week so that your partner knows exactly what your agenda is for the week, what you're doing each day, and that your goals have become your to-do list and you're checking them off. Friends, we're going to also celebrate. We're going to celebrate when you accomplish these things. We're going to do it in the form of focused meditations, gratitude meditations, sharing in the group, and really tuning into 
appreciating ourselves because if you want to feel appreciated, you're going to need to learn how to appreciate yourself because there's no one who can do it better than you. I work with people on this one all the time and it's huge because people come to me and they say, wow, I really don't feel like I'm living up to my potential. And I say, okay, you know, I'm sure that's true. I validate because it, it is, it's always true. Potential exists in the future. Potential is always something that we have more of. And we're always learning, we're always growing, we're always moving. But at the same time, we can stop and look back at what we have accomplished, what we have learned, where we have shown up to serve. So I tell all of my clients every single day, write down three ways that you served in this world. Write them down. Be specific, as specific as you can get. It can be something like, I made myself a healthy breakfast to take care of my body. Okay, that's self-care. But it's caring for the vessel that you've been given by the divine. And so as such, it's a form of service. It could be making something for someone in your family or for a neighbor. It could be inviting someone into your home. It could be adding some value in the work that you do or making an extra effort to market your product or your service. And I know that might sound like it's something selfish, but really marketing something that you believe in, that you believe can bring beauty to this world or you that can help other people is your responsibility in terms of showing people that it's, it exists, directing people to find it because you're helping them to acquire what it is that they need on their journey and what the world needs on this collective journey. So all of this is service. And when you write it down every day, And when you reread it to yourself, you're rewiring your brain to realize how incredibly giving you are. And when you feel like a giving person, when you feel like a generous person, you begin to live in a world of abundant possibility. All right. So there's so much more to talk about by way of the program, but I can hear that my kids are waking up upstairs. It's my daughter's 16th birthday. I can't even believe it. I'm going to go up and I'm going to celebrate. There's lots happening. I know this is a short episode, but stay tuned. I'm going to be back in a few days. And I'm also going to remind you to sign up for Sunday if you're able to come to the Begin with the End in Mind event. I'd love to have you there. I'd love to see you. I'm probably also going to air the replay as an episode of the show. So fear not, you will have access to all of that goodness coming soon. And wherever you are in the world, I hope that you are meeting yourself with kindness and generosity because friends, you are worth it. Until next time.